And welcome to the Lonely Triathlete. I am the Lonely Triathlete, Todd Sauter. And let's talk injuries. There are nine days to go before my big Olympic distance triathlon, the Vancouver Triathlon. I've been training for two years since before the beginning of the pandemic and all through all these lockdowns and restrictions and whatnot. And I am so jazzed to do this race and I injured myself yesterday with nine days to go. So it's not ideal, although it would be worse if I injured myself with a couple days to go, I'll tell you that. So it's time for me to start ranting about a couple things. So number one, my first rant is here in Vancouver, they created a new bike lane on one of the streets that runs along the ocean. It's a beautiful part of Vancouver, very busy, especially in the summer. But uh, during the winter, during the fall, during the pandemic especially, there was nobody on this road. So the city said, why don't we open it up to cyclists? So they experimented by basically having the road in half, having in half, that's redundant, and having cyclists use it. And we came out in the thousands I think everybody was surprised at how many people were using this road for cycling. So as the restrictions started lifting through the pandemic, the city realized we can really make this um, a hub for cyclists down in the southern part of the city along the ocean and relieve some of the congestion that had been building up along the actual seawall. So they've gone and put in uh, permanent lanes and as you can imagine, this is a very popular tourist spot. It's a popular spot in general for people to get down to the beach. So there are some signal lights along the route. And cyclists, for some reason, will not stop at a red light because they don't see any pedestrians trying to cross. They see a red light, they've got some momentum going, and they just say, screw it, I'm blasting through the red light. So there's a couple of problems with this. One is I've read that the city is going to put in speed bumps if people are not stopping at the red light. So cyclists in Vancouver, if you're hearing me, do you want to have speed bumps along this road? I guarantee you, you do not. So all you have to do is stop at the occasional red light. So the weird thing is, not the weird thing, the crazy, the angering, the frustrating, the rant-worthy thing is, I was waiting to cross with my bike at one of these red lights, and myself and another pedestrian, we nearly got run over by a dozen cyclists coming through on a clear red as people are trying to cross. So, guys, that has to stop. Stop at a red light. I have to avoid using profanity here because it gets my blood boiling. So that's my rant number one. Cyclists that don't stop at red lights, I know you think that you're just the best and nothing applies to you. I get it. I'm a cyclist. I can, I can, I understand your psyche. Just try to find it within yourself to stop. So I get to the other side of the road now with my bike and rant number two coming. There are cars that refuse to pass you if you're on the road and they're very nervous drivers. I wish the drivers would just drive according to the rules of the road. I'll ride my cycle, my bicycle, according to the rules of the road. Nobody has any issues. But there's a person behind me that was just, I was walking my bike, in fact, in the gutter, getting ready to hop on. And this car behind me, and they're all nervous, and they're not passing me. Then I feel guilty that I'm so, somehow causing them 
their their anxiety. So I quickly jump on my bike and I was in the wrong gear to do so. So I get on my bike and I'm basically standing on the pedals and my bike's not moving. So I hopped slash fell off my pedals and I landed on the outside of my foot and rolled my ankle. Like I rolled it hard. I heard crunching. This is not good. So I stood there for 30 seconds and wondered, is it? Had I, have I dislocated my ankle? No, I don't think so. It hurts a lot. Managed to get home. And since yesterday, I've been putting ice on it. I now have a tensor bandage to add compression to it. Um, I think it's a mild to moderate injury, but it's I'm injured. So what am I going to do? I can't work out today. I had a great cycle planned. I had a run tomorrow. That's not going to happen. So now my training is interrupted. But like I said, I'm nine days out from the race. So this was going to be my taper week anyway. So it's, it's not the worst thing to happen. But psychologically, I cannot wait to get my bike and run as soon as possible. Which brings me to this whole topic of injuries and what I've learned and what I've experienced over my years of racing. And this is my number one takeaway. You have to take these injuries seriously. The worst kind of injury are the mild ones because you can run through them because you can cycle or swim through them. You can still go to the gym even though that thing is sore. That's dangerous because that mild acute injury can turn into something chronic if you're not super, super careful. The other type of injury, which is terrible for runners, cyclists, swimmers, is that nagging, not quite injury. So just like the mild acute injury, those nagging injuries, they can definitely turn into something worse. So my advice for anyone listening to this, and believe me, I'm preaching to the choir here, take your injuries seriously. Take your mild, or is that really an injury feeling? Take that seriously. Maybe do some rice compression elevation, right? Assess it. Identify it and assess it. Because when you're young, you can blast through them and they get better. And then you get another one and you kind of blast through it and it gets better. But eventually as you age, it's the scar tissue and all that stuff that that builds up. And then by the time you get into your 50s and, and older, you're going to be paying for all those times that you didn't take time off when you needed to. So when, when you're hurt, it's obvious. It's when you think something is wrong. I encourage you all to decide, you know, if you need to take one or two days off, you are not going to lose a lot of fitness. Just tell yourself, I'm going to lose 1% and I'm going to get that back in, in two days of training. So I know a lot of us worry about, oh no, I'm injured. Now I'm going to stop training and I'm not going to be able to be fit anymore. I get it. I get it. But believe me, it's way, way better to get that injury settled. And if you do that, then you can be consistent in your training over the long haul, which means you're going to maximize your performance over the long haul. If you allow yourself to get injured every so often, all the time, you'll never be able to have a long stretch of consistent training. So here I am talking to myself saying, Todd, don't train. You're not going to suddenly lose two years of, of, uh, of fitness. Give yourself some time to heal. It's all going to be good. Calm yourself. <laughs> so, 
So everyone listening, be kind to yourself. Do not let yourself get injured. If you do let yourself get injured or become injured, take the time that you need. It's not worth it to let anything become chronic. So there's my quick little advice for y'all. And I hope you're enjoying the end of summer. The weather here is decent. Hope it's decent for the race. We'll find out. So until next time, take care.